Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth that the kingdom of heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Real Truth with Ruth. I'm so honored to be here with you today as, as you listen in. Today, we're actually going to talk about rejection. Now, if you guys were all in front of me and I were to ask how many of us have experienced rejection, every single hand in the room would go up because it is something that every single person has experienced. And so what is rejection? Let's give it a definition. It's the act of throwing away or casting off or forsaking. It's, it's, it's just refusing to accept something or someone. Isaiah 53.3, he was despised and rejected. Talking about Jesus. Prophecy about Jesus. He was despised and rejected. A man of sorrows, acquainted with deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. So have, we, have you ever felt thrown away? You ever felt unaccepted? Worthless? Do you feel like you're one of those people who always feels like they're overlooked? They're always overlooked. You're sure of it. You know, rejection is one of the most common wounds that a person will experience. Whether it's by family or friends. How about your school years? Oh my, there's rejection there. Again, every hand in the place would go up because we've all been rejected. And there's all sorts of entry points for, for rejection. I mean, some people were rejected even at conception, in utero. Some were rejected at birth, infancy. infancy. Um, all through our school years, teenage years, the criticism that goes on there. Uh, there's, there's family rejection. There's abuse. There's rejection of marriage through separation and divorce. So there's actually a long list, way too much to go into through this podcast, but I think that gives you an idea. There's all, all of us have areas that we can relate to as we look at this topic known as rejection. So 1 Thessalonians 3, 12 and 13 in the Passion Translation says, And may the Lord increase your love until it overflows towards one another and for all people, just as our love overflows towards you. Then your hearts will be strengthened in holiness so that you may be flawless and pure before the face of our God and Father at the appearing of the Lord Jesus with all his holy ones. Amen. And so we all need love and acceptance because no one was created to be an island unto themselves. God, our creator, is a God of love. And you know what? Here's the thing. He accepts us no matter what. And he's placed us in families and in relationships to be accepted, not to be rejected. You know, even we, we talk, one, what Psalm 127.3 says, Children are a gift from the Lord, and they're a reward from him. For most of us, the root of rejection actually goes back sometime to childhood. And, and so that's, we, we need to look at those years and say, where did I feel like I was rejected? And what did I come to believe because of those situations? You see, one of the things with childhood rejection is that we don't have the processing skill set to deal with or process the rejection. So therefore, it leads, leaves a mark because we just don't have the skill set. But hear me, as we get older, we can be free from that. We can forgive. We can be released. We can be set free because of who God is. Jesus mends the broken hearts. God is love. And darkness cannot stand when light enters the room. Rejection cannot stand when light enters the room. 
So, um, so as we continue to look at this, rejection is a wound. So what some people do is they develop actually what's called a fear of rejection. And this is a basic belief that nobody can be trusted. And then there's a secondary belief that sits under that that says that if I trust, I will be hurt again. And so what happens is we take these two things and then we begin to close off relationship because it's too risky. And as we close off relationship, then, of course, we open the door to be lonely and isolated. And, of course, anger can come in. And basically, there's there's this cycle that begins to happen. So, again, there's a belief that that's formed. No one can be trusted. And therefore, the secondary belief is if I trust, I will be hurt again because that's been the cycle. So we put things into place to make sure that we can't be hurt. And in doing that, what happens? we get hurt. The other thing that develops then is self-rejection because as we reject ourselves, then we actually reject the person that God created us to be. And when we do that, when we reject who God created us to be, it hits the very core of our identity. And so there's so many of us who were really created to do great things for God, but yet we haven't understood or we haven't grasped who God created us to be. And we're so busy rejecting ourselves that we don't see that we're created in the image of God. We don't see that we carry his DNA. We don't see that there's so much more. You see, what happens is that our God-given gifts, talents are put aside and we attempt to recreate ourselves into a more acceptable person in the image of somebody else. So one of the things that we have to do is come face to face with who God created us to be and to confess and repent where we've rejected ourselves, where we don't like ourselves. Um, we have to remember Psalm 139, 13 and 14 that says, You made all my delicate inner, inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous how well I know it. And so we have to go back and say, wait a minute, God, you made me. You knit me together. You made me wonderful. Your workmanship is marvelous. So you see, when we reject ourselves, when we really hate ourselves, we're basically saying that God's handiwork wasn't good enough. So one of the things that, um, that we have to realize that God, everything God does is breathtaking. So I want to ask you right now, do you believe that you're breathtaking? Do you believe that you're made in the image of God? Do you know how phenomenal you are? So one of the things with looking into issues of rejection is it's important that we don't go on a wild goose chase. I mean, we don't want to go searching and, and kind of go on the woe is me, bloom, despair, and agony. Nothing's right. Um, I'm always going to be rejected. We want to process this in conjunction with the Holy Spirit because the Lord is so faithful to show us what the fruit of rejection is, how it's played out in our lives, because God wants us to be free more than we realize. So there's fruit. What are some of the fruits of rejection? If we're dealing with rejection, well, there can be aggressive reactions. We can be harsh, again, rejecting others, operating a lot of unbelief, really the skeptic. We can be defiant, angry, a lot of rebellion. We can also have negative reactions, and this is like the low self-image. We feel inferior, inadequate, a lot of sadness, grief, sorrow, shame, self-accusation, fear of failure, anxiety comes into play. There can also be what we call counter-reactions. In other words, we want to perform a certain way or we're striving. There's a lot of restlessness. 
How about being super hyper competitive or in, um, so independent that it's ridiculous that, you know, we can't even work with a team. A lot of pride can come in or arrogance. And what we find with all this is we minister to people is that many, unfortunately, very unfortunately, many born again, spirit filled believers only operate out of a very small percentage of their hearts. And this small percentage that we operate out of, that's the part that we actually allowed the Lord to come in and rebuild and to restore. And in the remainder of the heart, it's almost like we're guarding the hurts and the pains and the, re the rejection that this thing called life has forced upon us. But where we're missing it is Psalm 55, 22 says, give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. And remember that word will in scripture means will. So give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. And so when we cast those cares and those anxieties, when we cast our rejection at the feet of Jesus, he pours out his grace and he pours out his love and he pours out his strength and he helps us find our identity, which is in him. First Peter 5, 7 in the Amplified Bible says, casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries and all your concerns once and for all on him. For he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. So God has promised that he will not reject us, that we can give him each and every concern. And I love that. I don't have to carry this. I can have conversation with a living God about my rejection, about my fear of rejection, about my history. I can have those conversations with him. You see, I can give him, I can talk with him, I can hand him each and every concern, anxiety. You see, he desires for you to be free and he desires for me to be free. He created each one of us to be wonderful. He created us to be strong. He created each one of us to be a unique person who reflects his image. You know, we talk about how fingerprints are so unique. They're used um, to, for identification. The same with retina scans. There's all these things that are unique. Our DNA is unique. There's so many things about you. There's so many things about me that are unique because that's who God created us to be. He didn't just rubber stamp us. That wasn't his intent. He poured his passion into us. He poured life into us. He made you unique with a unique call, with desires. It's not. It, we weren't created to be rejected. We were created to bring the fullness of God and the wonder of God and the creativity of God into 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 this earth we were created to represent the fullness of the kingdom of heaven so as we look at this we really have to um, take some time take some time spend it with the lord and ask him to show you what you need to work on where are areas of my life where rejection has entered in just have your journal there in front of you remember you don't need to go searching God is faithful. So let me give you a sample prayer. Heavenly Father, I acknowledge that you're my Lord and Savior and you know everything about me. You know everything that I have experienced through every single stage of my life. You also know every area where I've been rejected. So Lord, I give you permission. Please show me the areas of rejection that I need to work on today. So we sit with him and we let him unfold that and lay it out because it's different for each one of us. But he knows, and he wants us free. He wants us to be walking in the fullness of who he's called us to be. 
And then from there, what do we do? Okay, so we have this list. We have these areas of rejection sitting in front of us. So then from there, let me give you another sample prayer, a way that we can just be, go before the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And it's, Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ, who is my Lord and Savior. I acknowledge, I confess, and I repent of the sin of taking on rejection, of believing that I am rejected, of believing the lies. Pour out, fill in what he showed you as you journal, these things that impact, just lay them before the Lord. I confess that they have impacted my life, the lives of those around me, and my relationship with you. I ask you to forgive me and help me to forgive myself. I give you permission to teach me who you have created me to be. Help me to learn what love and acceptance is and to receive this into my life. Help me believe your word that tells me that you will never leave me or forsake me. That's Hebrews 13.5 and Deuteronomy 31.6. And so we take that. And, and I want you to look at this because he, won't, he will not leave us or forsake us. He's not going to reject us. And what I would say is take what you wrote down, these areas of rejection. Go through it, confess and repent. Notice we're not blaming anyone else. We're taking full responsibility for ourselves. Basically, we're saying, Lord, I take responsibility for the areas that I've received rejection in, for the way I've processed it, for what I've come to believe, for how it's impacted my life. I take responsibility. I'm going to forgive anyone whose names come up who I need to forgive. I forgive them. I release them. I set them free. And I take responsibility for my own belief patterns, for my own thoughts, for my own actions that stem from this. And I ask you to forgive. In other words, we're not going to fall into the blame game. Going into the blame game never does anyone any good. It only alienates us from others and from God. So we come in. We come before him. We humble ourselves. We ask him to reveal and then we ask him to bring healing as we release and as we confess and repent. And then ask him, take a few moments, pull that journal in front of you again and say, Lord, what words of encouragement do you have for me? What do you want me to know? How, how Lord, what breathe life into this area? What's your truth? Then we take that truth, <clears throat> excuse me, we take that truth and we go into scripture and we align it with the word of God. Because remember, the Bible is always our plumb line. It's always that place we go back to. It's where we where we know truth. Okay, when we have the truth, the truth will set us free. So I want you to hear, you were not created to live in rejection. You were not created to cycle through rejection. You were not created to be rejected. Jesus took that on, us, on himself. He took the rejection. He took the wounding. He took the pain, he took the bitterness, and he took that all to the cross and broke it. Was what he did for us on the cross enough to free us from rejection? Now, breaking the cycle of rejection can be scary because if we've come, become used to always being rejected, then that actually feels normal to us. And so allow yourself some time to learn to walk again, to learn to walk in the wholeness of who the Lord's created you to be. You are fearfully and wonderfully made by the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So as we wrap this up, I want to take a few moments and pray. And I just want to speak life over you because rejection, it is the most common wound, but it is not a wound that we were made to carry. So Heavenly Father, we just come before you and God, we acknowledge, we acknowledge that we have walked in rejection, that we have let the wounds from our childhood 
We've let the wounds that we have accumulated from life, things where we felt rejected, where we felt worthless, where we felt thrown away. We have, we have held on to them. We've, we've let them integrate into who we are. But God, that's not part of what you've put there. So the Father, we come before you and we confess that we have taken this on, that we've been carrying something that we were not created to carry. You were despised and you were rejected by man. You took that upon you so that we could be free. So Father, we ask for your forgiveness for the seeds of rejection that have grown within our lives, for the rejection that we have embraced knowingly or unknowingly, willingly or unwillingly. Right now, we just release all that to you. We release all that to you, Father. We ask you to cleanse us. We ask you to set us free. We ask you to close the door to rejection. God, we, we right now, I just speak life into each and every person here. I want you to know that you were created, you were planned, in the heavenly realms, you were planned. You are not here by accident. You are here for such a time as this. You are a son or daughter of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You have value. You are a treasure. You are an heir to the kingdom of heaven. Scripture says that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And that goes into so many areas. Rejection can become a weapon that comes against us. But when we stand on the word of the Lord, when we do things his way, that weapon cannot prosper. So it's time to speak to that weapon and it's time to tell it to go. So in the name of Jesus, we tell rejection to go. In the name of the true Lord Jesus, we speak to the demonic that swirl around rejection. And right now we say you have no power, you have no authority, you have no place in our lives. And we send you to the feet of the true Lord Jesus Christ, knowing you may never return. You have no home here. Each one of you, as you're listening to this, if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you belong to the kingdom of heaven. You have worth. You have value. Your identity is part of the bride of Christ. And so, we, Lord, we want to, we just right now, we remove all those false identities, those false labels. The fear of rejection has to go now in the name of Jesus the self-rejection, no more. We look at ourselves and we, we realign with what the word says that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. So self-rejection goes and we embrace that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. We embrace that we are strong in who our God is. We, we, we just stand and we decree and declare that we will walk in the ways of the Lord with the strength of the Lord, knowing that he is our strong tower and that he's our place of refuge. So, Father, we just pray for your healing balm to go into all those areas that have been so hit with rejection. Father, if there's specific things that we need to deal with as individuals, God, we ask you to highlight them. We're not going to go searching, but God, we ask that you highlight them. And remember, I want everyone to remember that when the Lord brings something up, it's not to shame. It's not to condemn. It doesn't re-traumatize. When the Lord brings something up, it is always an invitation for freedom and healing. Always, 100% of the time. So if he brings up something and you go, ouch, wait a minute. Don't sit there and go, okay, God, this is you. This is you. You bring your healing. You bring your freedom. I invite you into this moment because actually, God, I don't need to invite you because you're inviting me into healing. You created me to soar and I cannot soar when I'm carrying rejection. So Father, I just pray for each one as they work through this. 
Father, let your healing flow freely from the throne room of heaven. Realign our identity to be as you have ordained. We want to walk in the fullness of who you have, you have created us to be. So right now, we reject rejection by the power and authority of the true Lord Jesus Christ. And we receive the healing in our identity as sons of daughters of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Have a great day today. Put that smile on your face. Put your head up. Walk with a strength and confidence, knowing that you're not rejected, but you are dearly loved. Are you struggling to walk in the fullness of the plans and purpose that God has for you? Why not order Ruth's book, Physician, How to Be Aligned and Empowered to Walk in Your Divine Destiny? Available in print, ebook, or audio on Amazon today.